While vacationing, a girl and her parents are taken hostage by armed strangers who demand that the family make a choice to avert the apocalypse. The year is 2023. The movie is an hour and 40 minutes and rated R. The movie is Knock at the Cabin. You've reached Hall in Mockery. We saw Knock at the Cabin, and we're going to talk about it in the most spoilerific way. But yes. first, shall we at least tell them mm-hmm. what we thought about it without spoilers? Yeah, let's get into it. I think we've got pretty differing opinions. This is not a this is not an episode of and then they did that and that was cool. And then they did that and that mm-hmm. was cool. This is gonna be an episode quite unlike any you've ever heard and that's my you know how they do trailers for the trailer now yeah where they show what's a movie that's coming out oh like paint where you see owen wilson as bob ross (laughs) he's like painting and he's like little flowers ow my name's not bob ross and you're like what and then paint and then it starts with the actual trailer. That's my yep. trailer to the trailer. Okay. So here's the show. <laughs> this is M. Night Shyamalan. What, how many movies has he done in the... He's he's kind of come back, yes? He Yeah. He was in, he was in jail for a while. Mm-hmm. Creative uh, Hollywood jail, that is. Yeah. Uh, he made a couple stinkers, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of which I disagree with their uh, reputation, but uh-huh. we, we can get to that if we want to. Then he does the visit and everyone says, mm-hmm. all right, maybe he's, he's still a little stinker, but we like him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does split uh-huh. and everyone's like, wait a minute. This guy's good. Yeah. Wait, he's good. He's been good the whole time. And we were, we were stupid. Also that th- that's the twist that everyone likes. Like that's the one that, I mean, I know people didn't like it, the twist at the end of Split, but for my money, with all his other movies, it was like, and then he did the twist, and it's actually, they don't like water, or whatever. But when twi- when the twist at the end of Split came out, everyone's like, I stood up in my seat and screamed. I yeah. screamed at everyone in the place. And everyone went like, he's good, and this twist is crazy. It's a sequel to a movie that... <laughs> Eighty <laughs> percent no of the saw. people seeing this movie didn't see. Yeah, but and then he did glass. Yeah, then he did glass, and we whatever. all fell asleep. <laughs> glass is kind of interesting. I I, I want to rewatch Glass, but I still haven't seen it. Old. Then he does old. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know people are kind of mixed on that one too. I I I enjoyed it. It's not my favorite of his work, but. And he's doing that servant show over on Apple TV. I need to watch that. The first it's season. Ending. Yes, it's ending. The first season was great. And then somehow four seasons happened and I didn't know that. <laughs> and now it's ending. <laughs> so I'll, I'll have to go back and rewatch it. But 
I really like the first season. And is he, frankly, pro- is he directing those? All of them? He's directed yeah. oh, a couple of them. He's producing yeah. it mostly. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, good. good. But uh, Rupert Grint is also a little weirdo in that. If yeah. I remember right. But yeah, M. Night Shyamalan, everyone uh, basically doesn't like him. Mm-hmm. But he Except keeps... you. Yeah. Uh, he's. I would say he's one of my favorite filmmakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can, you can make fun of me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Try. I, I don't have... I mean, anything, you're doing it to yourself. Anything you say to me, <laughs> I've heard 12 times over. And I don't care. It's not my fault that you got tricked by the trailers for Lady in the Water. And went in <laughs> thinking it was going to be the scariest movie you've ever seen. It's it a turned, fairy tale. It turned out to be a romantic fairy tale about uh, uh, companionship and the creative process. I'm sorry. That's not my fault that I could sit down and enjoy that. That's that's your fault. Well, it's got the great Giamatti in it, who is also known. I think it's he's known for that movie and being uh, Albert Einstein in the Verizon commercials. <laughs> yes. My balls have entered a black hole. <laughs> Should we talk about this movie now? That we... how, do you, how do you put that wig on and look look in the mirror in your you, trailer? You get and go, it's come to this. <laughs> you get millions of dollars. <laughs> do they give say, him a phone? Actually, do you think? Yeah, probably. He he got a good deal mm-hmm. on a phone. So plan. So knock at the cabin. So knock at the cabin. Um, <laughs> So, Joey, just quick spoiler free. What'd you think? Yeah. It's hard to do this without without spoilers. I will say, and it, most of what I have to say will come in the spoiler section. It's not, it was a well done film. I like him. I haven't seen all of his movies, still haven't seen Lady in the Water, have not seen Old yet. But I have kind of changed my tune on his past films, like The Village. Actually, I would like to rewatch that one soon. I like The Visit. I I kind of like the guy. I like that he tries stuff. And this was well done. From the very first, the way he shot it, great. The The first scene between the two characters at the beginning, I said, this is this is great. He's back. By the end of the movie, I said... No bueno. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So it was fine. I think the 60, it's hovering in the mid 60s. If you look at Rotten Tomatoes and sort of the audience score, which I just judging by reading some of the audience scores by people whose IQ is that of a peanut or a rock. Yeah. Because they're the worst. It's just the the dumbest stuff I've ever read. I, I think I generally agree with that that it it deserves about a 60 percent you agree with the dumb idiots is that what i think that's what you said it's an average it's an average of the smartest people you're an average giamatti as einstein (laughs) you're down to uh, pea brain average pea brain (laughs) a peanut 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 slash rock brain sure all right well there's no my spoiler free reaction is that i love the movie it's not my favorite Shyamalan, but it has it, 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 it did things that my favorite, that the best, not even my favorite, but the best Shyamalan movies do well. Mm. It made me feel, yes, it did. People always say Shyamalan 
he's he makes all of his actors uh, act like wood planks and he writes terrible dialogue and stuff like that. Well, sometimes that's true. Yes. Mm. But sometimes you have to think about it and say, hmm, what could be the purpose of this? And by the end of this movie, I was feeling emotional. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's see what else. I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) It was. I just. The the way he. The way he creates tension. mm -hmm. it, It was. On display here uh, in spades, in my opinion. That's fine, but to me, I and I I know what we'll talk about. What's mm-hmm. the point of this movie? Sure. To me, I say, what's the point of this movie? Gotcha. And I know what is being said about it. I know what I'm supposed to gain from it. But I say, what what is the point of this? I felt like at the end of at the end of it. Mm-hmm. There's no point to it. This is better as some play that's being held off Broadway in a little theater with the seats all around and and sometimes the actors trip and you can smell them because they're so close to you and they they come towards you and and it's just five people on stage pretending to be in a cabin mm-hmm. and you go wow it's a play it was a play and it's not one that I wanted to sit through with a man next to me who. <laughs> had not taken a shower for many days and <laughs> well don't invite me then i guess <laughs> you said you're still on covid time and i'm like we are going back to work we've been going out and doing stuff uh okay well let, let's i do want to talk about my theater experience because i went to the movie and they didn't turn the lights down like they're supposed to uh-huh you know how they're they're dim when you're walking in and then during the trailers or after the trailers and the little commercial for the theater that you're already at they start to dim the lights they never dimmed them <laughs> they never dimmed them so i was thinking oh god this is going to take me out cuz mm-hmm. i'm going to look over to my right and see the lady who's staring at me uh, <laughs> the whole time but even that didn't deter me from enjoying this movie and being fully invested in everything that was happening. But then at the end of the movie, a very loud lady and her person she was with stood up and said, well, I won't be watching one of his movies in the theater again. (laughs) (laughs) As loud as she possibly could as she's walking, uh, walking out. (laughs) I'll wait for his movies to come onto the TV. She said. <laughs> she's one of the one the half stars on the Rotten Tomatoes website. But again, I'll wait I, for his movies to come on the TV. <laughs> again, I think it is just no one quite gets it yet. And I don't know if I fully do either, <laughs> but no one gets. He's been working for 20, uh-huh. 30 years at this point. Yeah. No one gets that what the trailer shows you. Mm-hmm. You're not just going to go see a home invasion movie. You're not. That's not it. He's doing something different. Mm-hmm. He uses the tropes and the genre and the cinematic language of the film you think you're seeing to do something different. And that's why we should be praising him, not condemning him. 
They also did not turn the lights down all the way in my theater. And I think I hate going to the movie theater now. No one knows how to project anything. Yeah. The movie's does. always way too dark and not in the way that's like movies are supposed to be dark. That's the, no, it was no. it was not being projected correctly. Yeah. It just they, sucks. The whole, the whole experience sucks. They do do it wrong. But that's why I've, I've only... I've committed to only seeing the movies in like the super screen deluxe at the yeah. at my local theater. They have four theaters that are gigantic screen. They're the they're the good theater because every time I see a movie in the small ones, the sound is too low or too mm. low or way too high. <laughs> <laughs> the screen is barely visible because all the lights in the room are on. Something is always off. And sometimes even on the the super screen is bad, but usually they take a little more care because they know that that's the one that people, I don't know, those are the movies that people want to see. Right. So they're in the big theater. Anyway, yeah, the theater industry is uh, broken. Mm -hmm. But let's get into the movie. Should we put our spoiler blinders on now? Yeah, let's go ahead and put those on. Uh, if you still haven't checked out the movie, go ahead and check out of this episode. And you're and going in knowing that opinions are split, tensions are running high. This is your chance to go see it in an exciting way. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Okay, now that okay. you've seen the movie. Okay, now that they're gone. Okay, okay. now <laughs> that they're gone and now that they've seen the movie <laughs> and they're back. I think uh, something you said earlier is wrong. <laughs> Okay. I think that this was a movie that what I saw in the trailer was the, that's what I got. Well, the, yes, there was. And is there, the twist, we, we, we left and said, is the twist that there's no twist? Is he playing off his own that we know him? And what? is that good? First of all, I think it's important to note that this was based on a novel. Right. That has a different ending. It has a... I believe it does have a different ending, and it has some different aspects, but I think it's the first time that he's adapted a an existing work. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting in and of itself, uh, because it isn't his fully. It isn't his fully, but <laughs> he is... A, still leaving his fingerprint on it in a way that only he can. Mm -hmm. And that everyone, as far as I know, loves the book and Mm -hmm. only half of the people love the movie. (laughs) (laughs) And the other half despise it. I've heard the book even had an ending that wasn't people didn't. uh, It's a divisive ending to the book as well. Yeah, that is true. This this ending is a little more, I'd say maybe a little more faith based. He, it's one of my favorite things about the guy. He's he's so fascinated with belief, mm-hmm. and it's in almost every one of his movies. And I, it's it's just I don't know I don't know I I can't. quite tell which way he well I can (laughs) 
I, but I don't know if he's like a deeply spiritual guy or he. Just, I think he is. I think he. He's. I don't know be. if he's religious, but I think he is. I yeah. think he wants to see some sort of. I mean, he wants to scare us sometimes, sure, mm-hmm. but he wants to figure out what people believe and and maybe give us some. Like this, I would say, is a good ending in terms of it's not a scary like this per- the these people are all dead and this happened and this is like the end of a horror movie it's like an uplifting ending yeah. it's a positive ending mm-hmm. but i think they missed i think he missed a good way to end the movie interesting let's hear it, mr we'll get into it <laughs> well, should we let's go through the okay. movie sure because okay. I, it's something that happens half partway through the movie where I thought if it ends this way, great. Okay. And it didn't, and it would have had been the same thing with belief. Okay. Well, okay. Let's say this. Uh, there was a second or third trailer. I can't remember which I've, I've been purposely avoiding trailers because I knew that it's based on this book that I mm. haven't read, but I've read Paul Tremblay's a couple of his other books, short story collection. And, uh, the, Big Little Sleep, I think it's called. Um, I like his stuff. This has been on my list, but I didn't get around to it. And then I had heard that the ending is... is Well, I heard that the ending was great. So mm-hmm. de- do not watch any promotional material. Go in and go in as blind as possible. So that's what I tried to do. But I did see after the fact, there was another trailer that was released that does basically give the movie away. Wow. <laughs> So, you may have seen that trailer. I don't think I did, but I think what I was given in the trailer... Because I I don't even know if I watched... Like, I read about what the movie was about and saw, I think, the first teaser. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go see it. I like Dave. I like Mr. Bautista. I like Mr. Grant. Wake up, Mr. Grant. And I (laughs) like, uh, I don't know, other people in the movie. What do you want me to just name people? Is that what the podcast is now? No. I can name people that I like if you want me to. Jonathan Groff. The guy whose mouth moves a lot. <laughs> and we'll get to that. But um, <laughs> no, I think uh, I know why. Because I think when I looked him up, I'm pretty sure he's British. Oh. So, so he's, he's, he's trying fighting to, against his. He's trying birth. to maintain his accent. <laughs> yeah. just, like, just like someone else in the movie. <laughs> I'm from Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get into the movie. Okay, Mr. Bautista shows up. We know him as one Mr. Leonard. Yes. He well, the first thing we get is when who and I think this little girl uh uh contrary to one of these half-star reviews I read. Mm-hmm. I think she's great. It's incredible. <laughs> Someone said she's she was bad, and I couldn't. How I don't <laughs> I don't understand what you see in the world that would make you think she's bad. She's probably the best actor in the movie <laughs> for what is going on around her. The thing you're asking this kid to imagine, yeah, you know, day in and day off for like do this take, and oh, by the way, remember it's mm-hmm. the apocalypse. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, she's she's incredible. And she's great. Immediately, her and. Uh, Batista have a, a chemistry that is probably not seen in any other of Shyamalan's movies. Like mm-hmm. you, you're immediately endeared to Dave, 
and he's great in the movie. I love him. She's I was, great. I was worried when she was talking to the uh, grasshoppers because it took me back to the visit, which has some of the worst dialogue <laughs> in history for yeah for kids. Where mm-hmm. he just thinks it's funny that a little kid would rap, and I hate it. I can't stand it. I hate yeah. it. The guy is he's uh what do they <laughs> call what do they call it? Um, <laughs> Weird. <laughs> he's just like well, he's chuggy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's and even saying that land and you're chuggy. He's cringe. He's a chuggy. Mm. He is. Yeah. But. He's also like brilliant also. So so we get this between these two characters all done in close up. Very interesting. And increasingly dutched canted angles mm-hmm. to the point where like halfway through it is just on its side basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> halfway through the conversation you're turning your head sideways <laughs> to see. No, but it worked. It created so much tension. Uh-huh. But I, I, and I trust Leonard. I trust that he's a I good trust guy. Him. Yeah. So yeah. that's, there's no ambiguity. I think that's why this happens. I don't think he has this conversation with her. And then you find out later that he has killed 17 children. No. I think it's to show that he gets her. He is there to do what he believes is right. Mm-hmm. And very, very good. Uh, very good thing. Then the others come out of the woods, mm-hmm. dragging their homemade sticks, mm-hmm. and she runs inside. We've got the husbands, and I think this is one of the best depictions of a of a how you would act in a home invasion. Like yeah. they're terror. It's so many movies. It's just like you're getting a stylized version of someone's trying to break into someone's house. Like when he realizes they're trying to break in and he just like yells, they're, they're breaking in. Like he can't believe this is happening to them. Yeah. And their voices are shaking. They're trying to calmly like, okay, we're two, you know, we're two gay guys in the woods Mm -hmm. that we're like, who knows what these people want from us? Is it because of that? Is it because of something else? You find out he's talked to their child. Mm-hmm. Like it just keeps yeah. increasing the <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the tension of what's happening. I also think I I read that the book they're they're also a gay couple in the book, but there's less. It's more of just like presented as they're a couple, mm-hmm. and there's less to do with like that. So I I don't know I I, I think that that's interesting. I, without having read the book, I can't speak to it at all so <laughs> i just thought that was interesting that shyamalan and i think there was one other writer um maybe a couple i don't know but that they sort of added the homophobia element mm-hmm. to it 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 kind of points to me to his that he is still like slightly out of touch mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's like 10 years ago maybe well, because that, it's brought up so much. It's like, why yeah. do you have two? Like, why do you call him this? Yeah. And then, like, she brings it up. And then I think the implication of them being in the cabin, like, without mm. it being said, these two, mm. these people are trying to break in. And it's like, could it be a hate crime or something? Right. right That's right. implied. Yeah. But I feel like 
while there are reasons he does it, I, I even feel like the going back to the parents flashback yeah. and the bar stuff, I feel like that's a dead end of this, mm-hmm. like, we're being persecuted. Yeah. For, and I don't think that's the point of the movie. No. <laughs> so no, I don't, I don't, I don't well, get why. In, in a way, it is. But there's not enough to it. Because at the end of the day, the, I f- think the movie is operating on this what I love about the movie, I'll just spoil it right now, baby. Everyone is operating out of empathy. Mm. Like it's no one is a bad guy. Mm-hmm. The villains are empath are driven by love. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's just cool. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a strong message in a deeply hate filled world that everyone is operating out of belief in selflessness and in love for their common, common man. I think that that is in line with the sort of like, what if you took the most persecuted people and made them, you know, kind of recalibrate what they're, seeing as an act of hate towards them as an act of love towards mm-hmm. everyone like that's i don't know there's something there but there was not maybe not enough to make it impactful or, and or just like currently not to say there's not but people obviously that hate <laughs> gay people mm-hmm. but it just it seemed like kind of less I don't know. It's because it's not really about that. Like you said, that's not what the movie's about. So it kind of seems more of like a, and it's also about this because, well, and it seems to be, it seems to be taking uh jaw guy, uh, Andrew, Mr. Ben Aldridge. <laughs> it seems it kind of turns him into this one note. Like here's why he wants to protect his family. Here's why he has yeah. a gun. Here's why he thinks it's, but it's not, and he's he could. It's it's sort of a one note. Like his parents don't like that he's gay. The other yeah. guy's parents. It is implied that they don't they don't care. Yeah, they're on his side, and I don't know how that really plays into the larger story, other than kind of padding the time out. And it, it gets into some of the uh, the pretty big plot holes in the movie that I well I the, can't seem to get behind. What's also interesting about that in particular, and then we can move on mm. to all of your points that I will refute and prove to you that it is in fact good. Because <laughs> um, Jonathan Groff, yeah, he seems to, his parents are fine with it, but it seems that he is the more, he's like religious in some way because they even make a point when they're about to go in for the adoption mm-hmm. um, where jaw guy is like, you can say a prayer if you want, I won't judge you. Uh-huh. And that's like kind of all you need for, for them, for you to know. Groff is believing in something. Maybe he's not deeply devout, whatever, but he already has that. And it seems like jaw guy doesn't at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To the point that he even tells his husband, I won't make fun of you for believing in whatever you want to believe. Yeah. <laughs> so you would think that 
to make that flashback more impactful, maybe the religious family would be more against it. Mm -hmm. Or maybe Jaw Guy is an atheist because his parents are so religious. And there again, there's just maybe not enough there for us to know one way or another what we should be doing with it. So it mm -hmm. just kind of falls flat. So I agree with that. It it was just a weird, like you said, sort of dated inclusion. And not dated in a way that it doesn't need to be touched on anymore. But I was just like, why are we acting like yeah. this someone having two dads is like the biggest even I mean even when he brings it up when they first tie them up like are you doing this because of this and they say no like we didn't know the yeah. family situation we were just called here great that's all yeah that's all I need I'm a little confused about the I mean so he has the gun because he was attacked at a bar Um, he I guess presumably because they're gay I'm I don't I and I've been trying to I've been thinking about this for days. Why was it Redmond? And why does he have a why is he using a fake name? Yeah, I have been thinking about that too. So ref, refute me, oh mighty refuter. Well, I think What's what's why? Because we don't get any there's nothing that comes of this guy being there. He's there the shortest amount of time. And I know at the end he goes Rigby, they are all playing the four horsemans, Malice, Contempt, Norrish, and Leonard. <laughs> and I know he's supposed to be Malice. Yeah. And he and there this is and I'm trying to watch this movie and not go, okay, there doesn't need to be a twist just cuz this guy made it. Because That's your problem. You're you That's are, his problem. No, no, no. That's your problem. And that's <laughs> that's all of you and your Peanut brained brothers on Rotten Tomatoes. You can't just go into a movie and enjoy it. You can't. You have to bring all the best. You don't. I can't, but when he goes, forget I know that, that he guy. made After Earth. Forget go that he made After Earth. Forget. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> forget it. Forget can't. the village. Forget the twist. No. Leave your but, expectations on the door. But so I'm I, the, on the door. With, even without it. Knock at the cabin <gasps> door, which he knocks seven times. Think about that. Coo, 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 coo. <laughs> yeah, seven days of the week. Seven deadly sins. <laughs> so, why? Why? You're not uh, answering me. Why? Because uh, well, you kept talking. Because he says, "I know, I, I know where I know that guy from. Give right. me his, give me his thingy." It's got his thingy on it. Right. Give me the thing that says your name when you're born. Show me. Mm -hmm. Show me the driver's license you get when you're born. Show yeah. me. And Leonard and says it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. We don't have time. It's not going to make this decision any easier or harder. It doesn't matter who he is. I Would I have just... Would I? Would I have just... <laughs> peg leg, peg leg. <laughs> would I have just let it be unresolved? Yes, mm -hmm. because it does sort of. But here, here, here's the thing. I I do also kind of like the idea that there is this sort of doubt that's running through the movie, and every piece of information that we get about Redmond adds to our doubt 
of what we've already we believe Leonard. Mm-hmm. We believe the bad guy. And we are it's it's just I don't necessarily know, but I think it's I think it's pretty a, a neat trick of the movie to introduce these little instances of doubt for the audience and and the guy but we we believe leonard but every time we get new information about redmond it makes us doubt what leonard is telling us what we're seeing on the news mm. what we're and it's and it speaks to maybe there's like a sort of a, an online QAnon conspiracy thing that kind of gets mentioned and and all mm-hmm. that. I think all of that's deliberate. It kind of evokes uh, sort of doubt for what what we see and what we know to be, know to be true. Um, just the the fragility of what we believe and how quickly it can be slightly toppled with just one little piece of information mm. for him for jaw guy that solidifies everything he needs to know oh redmond <clears throat> once he f- finally sees the the driver's license well it this is not just some apocalyptic whatever no this is a hate crime this guy got a bunch of other people who are delusional to come target us but for the audience, it creates doubt. Now we're confused again, at least for a moment. Isn't that an, isn't that cool? Don't you find that compelling? I just felt like I was on Leonard's side. Mm-hmm. I believe the apocalypse was happening. Yeah, I don't think I once doubted to put. The, the words of Philip Seymour Hoffman into your mouth. <laughs> I don't think I doubted when the when that um, was it the earthquake hits and then the tsunami, <laughs> the second earthquake happens. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, well this is real. So mm-hmm. what does that mean? And then for the next hour, it's just slowly. I, I was like, okay, so the apocalypse is happening, and we're just watching these this guy say, no, it's not. Yeah, but I knew it was. And I knew it the second time. And I knew it the third time. Sure. And I knew it the fourth time. And then finally, at the very end, it's like, okay, I guess he's right because the world is falling around us. Mm-hmm. But the whole time, it's like, okay, yes, it's happening. No, he he doesn't he doesn't fully commit until uh, his husband convinces him. Because he's bringing up points that are, he's bringing up good points that aren't, uh, like how is the TV, the the thing with the TV being pre-recorded? And he's like, we, you knew, like you're checking your watches. He goes, because they said we don't get service out here. They cut the telephone lines. Is the TV getting cable? Is it pre-recorded? Because he keeps saying that. Unless he just wants to believe that. But how are they getting the news out there then? Wasn't that the point? They don't have any service? Well, they don't have cell phone service. But they but keep saying <laughs> this is pre-recorded and no one's telling him, no one's saying like, no, it's not. And they switch to like 
you well, know they can't they can't just say no it's not that's not very cool but they just look <laughs> at him i mean they're <laughs> yeah, playing they do we the, the movie still wants you to be unsure but i i, I wasn't that's the thing but, is well like, it sounds like you were because you're saying he's bringing up good points i'm just saying that like i believed what they were showing him Okay. I'm saying there's plot holes and like, well, yeah, how did they, if they don't get TV out there, because he goes like, it says it's pre-recorded at the bottom of the screen or something. I didn't effing see that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that either. <laughs> I mean, so I, I, maybe that's just part of the confusion of, of him trying to not, obviously you don't want to believe the, the apocalypse is happening. If, especially if you're not, a spiritual or religious person that shatters your entire worldview, your entire reality. And he is a uh, human rights attorney who knows how to deal with it, probably deals a lot with this, this, these type of people. And of course these type of people being the, the people we're supposed to sympathize with, which is the Q and honors. This movie tells us that Q and on is real. These theories are real. We should believe them. Yeah, well, that's what's... That is my big... That is my only big issue with the movie. Is that it does kind of suppose a world in which... uh, The freaks are right. Mm -hmm. But... To your other point, I mean, I think... I think it's all just... I, I don't know if there's necessarily... But they're not. They're not conspiracy theorists on purpose. They see they they are given information from a higher power, mm-hmm. actually. Now, do we... You, you could read this Cox. as... <laughs> yes. Walking hard, <laughs> as hard as anyone can. You could read it as, okay, well... If that's true, then we should believe anyone who says, I saw Jeebus and he told me to mm-hmm. shoot my wife. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, well, he's just doing what Jeebus told him to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't necessarily like that. But it is because a movie, so. These... <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird at a time when there's so much disinformation coming out. Yeah. His his screwed up little brain of like everything's a little game in life. What if you <laughs> went to your grandparents and guess what? So he's like, what if these people that are thinking JFK is going to come back in the body of Pluto from Disney's Mickey Mouse are right and they're right and we should have listened to them this whole time. The only difference though is that these people in the movie have the most tangible evidence ever. But my point is why? So people, they, they come here, they come to the cabin. We've been shown this. You need to, one of you needs to die. Okay. That happens. That happens. And the world saved. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they came there. They said this for two hours. We watched them talk about it. 
they did the thing they needed to do that they told them they needed to do. Mm-hmm. Everyone just does the thing. Yeah. They're driven by this. We were, we were told we have to do this. Mm-hmm. You have to do this. They do the thing. So, so what? <laughs> Who cares? You're alive right now because of their sacrifice. <laughs> you ungrateful. Swine. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be cool? Here was my idea. Okay. Yeah, let's hear your idea. And then we'll get back <laughs> to, I think where you left off, what, 20 minutes into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what no, no, if go ahead. what if they because i feel like it ramps up so quickly where it's like okay now you we gave you a choice you said no this guy has to be killed that's what their vision showed mm-hmm. to kill someone to bring a plague upon the world what if it didn't get that far but they finally did make a choice to kill one of them say it was the the husband that died still but there was no apocalypse that had happened thus far. And you're left wondering the whole time mm-hmm. is the world because they leave the cabin and nothing has changed. Is that because they were told to do the thing and they did it? So everything's fine. Or was it, was it fake that these people just come into the house and make them choose someone to kill? And they said, the world will be fine if you make this choice. Mm-hmm. Because he has shown without a shadow of a doubt that this is happening. Right. So they, they must do it. I think it would be more interesting if they make the choice and they leave the cabin not knowing, did we save the entire planet or did we just murder someone in our family because four lunatics told us to do it? Yeah, I mean, that's the darker horror version. I guess. Well, that maybe I wanted that. Maybe I didn't want yeah, him sounds to like go you to wanted a, a different movie. I didn't want him to go to a diner and a woman to be on the phone <laughs> and go, it's okay, honey. Everything's going to be okay now. The world's going to be okay. Yeah, I didn't you, want that. No, you wanted, you wanted the movie that the other smooth brains on Rotten Tomatoes wanted. And that's, and that's fine. There are movies like that. You can watch any, any, uh, sort of home invasion movie and you can get that but this is a that would be an, an interesting take on it they did yeah. what they were asked is it because did they do the right thing for mm, gob jeebus the universe mm, mm-hmm. mary magdalene mary, mary, um jumping josephat or did these people break into their house play some sick disgusting game on them and right. then they just went to the next house on the block yeah that's I'm just watching four people do something good. Yeah. I'm sick of it. (laughs) Sick of it? We've never seen it before. I watch Ty Pennington go fix people's houses all the time. (laughs) I don't need to go to the movie theater and watch people be nice. (laughs) That's what I love about the movie. See, I think people are too... People are just too cynical. You're a cynic, bud. I feel bad for you. When I set my fake drink, there it is. When they turn, when they get in the car after the diner, and their song comes on, mm. tell me you didn't get a little tug. No, that was nice. And then she, he, he turns, he it, turns off, it off, and then she turns it on. She and gets sees that it, and sees that it affects the the, I mean, uh, the last person on earth that she loves, and she turns, turns it, off. it off, and then he turns it back I'll, on. I'm look, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> I'm right getting now. goosebumps because. Even to the very end, I mean, that's the point. 
right there. Oh, this here's what I think: fledging, un unwavering empathy, and unwavering love for for everyone. That's the point. That's the point. Here's even the in the part. smallest, the smallest moment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when the radio's on. And you know that it's going to make someone sad. You turn it off. But then the other person knows that it selfishly, no, I want to hear this. I want to make me happy. Turns it back on. Then they know unselfishly, but this hurts you. So I'll turn it off. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other person says, I need to be selfless and turn it on for both of our sakes because we both need this. God, that's beautiful. You want to know my favorite part? Sure. Because as we were leaving, I think I was asked the question by whom I live with was uh, something about, well, the, the like that guy that survived is like the like the weird husband. Like that guy, <laughs> Daddy Andrew. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, why did he get to live or what? You know, like why? Why? Because he's been like mad the whole time. The other guy's been nothing but nice and understanding. And I said, because this, when it happened in the movie, I said, aha. Because when he goes up to get her from the treehouse, she said, what the hell's his name? Eric? Yeah. She goes, did dad Eric save the world? Yeah. So I go, well, that's why Mm -hmm. he saved the, his sacrifice is what saved it. It's not the surviving. No. He that was the right choice. No, no, no. He's the he's the guy that did it. Not he's because he hero. chose to kill someone. It's because he died. He did Dad him. Eric save the planet? And she said, and he just sat there and cries, and she understands. Mm-hmm. And then someone went on to Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> and said, half a star. <laughs> <laughs> this child is not good at acting. That's insane. That's, That's insane. Um, look, I mean, it's not a perfect movie, but I think it is good. I think it's really good. I think it's good too. That's why I'm hovering in the 60s. I just there yeah. some of it was just it well, just happened. Get... It kind of just happened. Yeah. But I mean that's kind of what you're left with. Like mm-hmm. that that's how those characters have to feel. Like yeah. they just get on the road and go to a diner. No one knows anything that happened. Mhm. These two people will never be the same again. And they know this unconscionable truth about the universe. That guy is going to church on Sunday. (laughs) No, I don't know. I mean, I think more than like any religious, any religion specific, Uh, it's just, it's just a, it's a, a a film that, um, that sort of, promotes the importance of the the spirituality of man of and the capital man not not gendered man but the 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 connectedness of humanity when um redmond gets killed mm-hmm. did you see the figure that uh eric says he saw no i didn't either but i'm looking at a screenshot of it and it's cool Oh really? Well, but I I, I didn't see it when it happened. It must have been so quick. Yeah, I mean, I saw the light and I was like, oh okay. 
There's the light, and then there's but there's a little figure behind him that looks like a Lord of the Rings character. <laughs> uh, God, what do I even type in to look at this? <laughs> <laughs> send it in the chat, will you? Yeah, I'm gonna or, send I mean, that over. That's gonna be a this scoot, is gonna be an exclusive. Scoot the piece of paper across the desk that we're oh, sitting at. Yes, sorry, one second here. Hold um, on, it's a pretty big piece of paper. Here's one other thing that I wish would have happened, and I would hope that maybe is in the book. But because um, they're like, you have weapons, you have insane weapons. They're like, no, mm-hmm. these are our tools. I was expecting all of these tools that they made out of like it's like a pitchfork and a machete taped together, mm-hmm. and like a big axe and a like little weight on the other end or something. I was expecting these to be like, oh, we're going to see them utilize the tool in the way that it's supposed to be used. Yeah. But no, they just smacked each other with them. (laughs) They were just weapons. (laughs) They were, yeah. But not to be used on them, to be used on themselves. But, and it is a tool to stop the apocalypse. Mm -hmm. It's not a weapon in that way. But I still would have liked to, like... I was excited to see, oh, wow, I bet these are all going to have like a very specific um, use that we're going to see, and it's all going to make sense. And that did not happen. No, they, yeah, they just, uh, they just, just crunch bone. Yeah. They did smack people. They were weapons. Yeah. Okay. There you Let's go. See. Landon's getting a, Landon's getting an exclusive photo here. Why'd that take so long? <laughs> <laughs> you think you'd just be able to drag and drop messages from places, you know? Yeah, save it to your desktop. Oh. Is that real? That was in that's, the movie? That's from an article I'm reading, and it's it's uh says Universal Pictures underneath it in the article. I mean, it's like they be. sent it to him. Yeah, I didn't... I did not see that. How did you? Uh, how, what did you think about the the apocalypse stuff? Oh, yeah, that's the other thing I want to say. M Knight has now is now two for two on making me scared of seeing a <laughs> cell phone video. <laughs> <laughs> he had us with signs when the alien comes around the corner. It's behind. Mm-hmm. scariest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> but this is a different kind of fear when you see the wave start to grow and grow and grow and grow. The only issue is it went on too long. Mm-hmm. Showed too much. Should have cut away. Funny that you see the camera underwater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I did turn to the woman with whom I live and mm-hmm. say, how did they get this footage then? Yeah, if that was... Oh, we were, and I was just at that beach this summer. Wow. And knowing how big that rock is, when they said Cannon Beach, and I said, We could have been there for the apocalypse. And the guy next to me said, Shh, I'm trying to smell. <laughs> so that was scary. Um, Here, okay, but before you say that that's like a plot hole, and it's not a plot hole, by the way, but before you get, to, <laughs> before you get too mad, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking, Well, this person could have just been live streaming mm-hmm. and then a news 
a news team in a completely different state obtains the footage from a live mm. stream because it's immediately uploaded once a live stream ends. Right. So that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about that as much as <laughs> them not getting any service in the woods, but that's scary. The, the, uh, COVID, uh, the COVID one, which yeah. is, you know, whatever it's a pandemic. You've mm-hmm. got to have the things from the Bible or whatever. So right. you've got yeah. the pandemic, which is mostly targeting children. That's mm-hmm. scary. Sure. All of these three things were great. The The planes falling out of the sky is uh, very scary. <laughs> when planes are just... The, and the footage for, you know, having a very low budget, I feel like, and yeah. having everything take place in one location, that looked crazy. I also saw someone say that looked bad. I don't... I don't think so. I disagree. Yeah. I, I think, think if you looked... looked out and saw a plane falling from the sky, <laughs> that's what it would look like. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what else you want. <laughs> want it to look like. And there's like I mean, 700, yeah. like planes just drop, like 700 planes just without warning are falling from the sky. That was scary. It's a scary thought. It's a, it, it, it was a very scary thing to be thinking in other horror movies. It's like, Oh, what if that, like this guy in your house was the devil and he's right. in your skin of rank or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Ah, doesn't phase me. <laughs> no, the threat of just this happens and this is the world we live in. Mm-hmm. It's the, it, it is the alien in science thing. Yeah. Just everything, you know, is wrong and no one knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. The way it's kind of portrayed, the way he p- portrays stuff also on like the cell phone video camera side is always great. S- somehow it's he knows how to do it effect more effectively than anyone else because no one else you, knows how to do like news broadcasts or anything. Yeah. They always you, suck. He yeah. he just gets it because it, it's real. There's an authenticity <laughs> to it that is above any in any other movie i don't know i don't know how to explain it because now especially you go back and look at that clip from signs and it's like it doesn't look very good like the yeah. cgi doesn't hold up <laughs> but if you watch, we re-watched the movie a couple years ago and it still sent a chill down my spine mm-hmm. just because and it's the reaction to it well specifically in that movie but i don't know it's just good <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Um, what'd you think of his cameo? Oh, that just made me laugh. Mm. I said, there he is. The little stinker. He he had to get in there. How can I be in the movie about a remote cabin of four people in in one room? He did it. And it's on TV for too long. Yeah. Like they're changing channels and then it sits there for a minute and a half. He's like, set it and forget it, everybody. Let's go. I'm I'm glad that he didn't put himself as like the person at the diner. Mm-hmm. So he's done that before. And people <laughs> don't people don't when he's the last thing that you see, you're like, okay, well, so it was all about him, I guess. <laughs> and you know, but, he's like, I'm coming home, honey. And you're just like, wow. Yeah. But <laughs> I like I like it. Well, also it's like an arrested development joke where they're like turn the tv on and it's a commercial for too long (laughs) and then it gets because it is funny usually in a movie you turn the tv on and it's exactly where you want it to be right so it 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 made sense that way but it did just seem like a like a (laughs) a funny comedy bit that didn't 
necessarily need to be there. But I liked it. I don't care. I was I was gonna say that I'm glad it wasn't like he wasn't one of the people on the news because I was like I feel like that would take me out of it at a mm. time when I I want to believe what's going on. Yeah. But at the same time, like they've just had their house. Like it was just after this great thing of home invasion where he's like, they're breaking in yeah. and they're being tied up. And then you get like dork and dork two on the TV <laughs> for a minute. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's funny, I guess, for people that know him. And then if not, you're just confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of presented without uh, any context, <laughs> which is funny to me. I'm I was happy with it. Um, let's see. I like, I like all the framing though. Speaking of the TV, the, the, mm-hmm. the cartoon playing in the background as they're talking to Redmond, that's yeah. like so unbalanced. They're both on the right hand side of the screen. <laughs> yeah. It's just unsettling. Like, Everything's yeah. unsettling. Uh, oh, one other thing that I read someone oh, had sure. an issue with. <laughs> someone, someone brought up when, <clears throat> when Leonard's watching the cartoon and with when or whatever, and he's like, I like, I've never seen this program, but I like it. I, it promotes caring for others and blah, blah. Like he lists the things that make it seem like a yeah. good cartoon for kids. People are like, why would he say that? No one would ever say that on earth. Why would anyone? And I was like, I, I love that part. Cause you would, it, you know that he's a good you, person you know that he's a good person and it kind of points to okay he he knows about kids mm-hmm. like he he knows and then we find out later he's a teacher he's a second grade teacher and he coaches basketball yeah. and then there's of course the jokes about if that guy was my <laughs> second grade student's teacher he's a yeah. nice guy he's a big guy yeah and people if you, do other people are wrestlers before they come teachers i don't yeah. know and if you listen to our main show podcast where we do make fun of the fact that he could never play anything other than a wrestler, <laughs> you will think that we... But this is where we're sincere, right, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> he could... Yeah. he. I believe it. He's he's a He was a bodybuilder, and now he's a second grade teacher. What? That Who just cares? makes it... He's just a nice... It's more interesting. What was the shot where they're like, do they shake hands or something at the beginning? His yeah. huge, like, <laughs> yes, meaty claw, like, envelops her whole head. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I, I don't care about that part. I don't, I don't care that he says it, it does these things. The whole time he's talking like that. Yeah. He's like affirming things and he's making sure, like, the way that he, he voices his opinion and says things is in that cadence. And it's kind of funny that they just did this and he's a huge monster man. And he's like, I like this children's show. It's a little, it's just, just shut up. I didn't like the movie, but that doesn't mean (laughs) I didn't like the movie. Like in that way, you know, when you're initially just meeting them, you're like, okay, well, is this guy a creep? Mm. He's like a freak and that's why he's weird. But no, like it, it works on many levels for me. (laughs) <laughs> in al- almost every aspect and what what horror movie recently and it's not a horror movie it's not and it never has been and it never will be and that goes for all of his movies i don't care what they want when 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 uh 
What's the one where they, when Sixth Sense came out? That, mm. people thought that was a horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's, nothing horrifying happens in it, except dead people are in it. And it is scary for a young boy to see. When I, when I saw it, I was very scared. But it's not an actual horror movie. He's never made a horror movie. The Visit. That's the mm-hmm. that's the only horror movie he's made. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. The Village, maybe. But not really. But not really. But don't spoil it. This is the episode where we spoil Knock the Cabin, not Sign- The Village. Right. Signs, there are some truly terrifying things in Signs. Mm-hmm. But... At the end of the day, that's that's another movie about uh, belief in in something, and uh, I don't know. I just I find him to be infinitely interesting when most people aren't. So I'll, <laughs> I will always su- support the guy. Yeah, I'll keep and going. He's, I, I... he's funding his own movies. I just like that he's like, mm-hmm. all right, I'll do it myself, and then. Like he's he has a point of view, he has a perspective, and it's not a cynical one. I mm. think that's refreshing. Like he's, I he's think an that's, empathetic guy. That's kind of where I was not put off. I was surprised by the ending being so sincere. Mm. Not that he hasn't done that before, whatever. I mean, yeah, pretty much every time. It de- it depends. It depends. I I don't know if the end of the visit is that. I think the end of the visit is like, wow, that's frick, that's freaking <laughs> fricked up. Yeah, it would be interesting but to I, watch I, all of his movies back to back as like mm-hmm. kind of a like academically because I think the visit is the outlier, right? And it's his the only one that is like, okay, I'm making a found footage horror movie. That's the project of this one, and then he commits to it and he does it and it's pretty good we can do that for our upcoming show m night and day or something yeah m night and day m night m night and day yeah oh actually or maybe m night and day (laughs) (laughs) hey don't go away yet we're still talking about the movie (laughs) Oh wait, okay. M night and yeah, and day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll think about it. Yeah, we'll probably M night and day. day but yeah. uh, so the movie's not bad. I joke, but it's not my favorite of his. It didn't leave me going. Wow, it was a simple story. And I said I left going. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're in the middle of a sh- sh- Shalamasads, I think. I think he's doing some interesting stuff. Again, I haven't seen Servant or Old, so <laughs> I haven't seen anything he's done recently. Yeah. But <clears throat> I was intrigued by this one, and I think it was uh, it was a good time at the theater. Yeah. Well, that I, I don't know how anyone could be. Like, it's, it's just, it's very watchable. Mm-hmm. Like you, I don't, I don't see how you could be bored while watching it. No, and it is ten, there are great like when he's trying to get the gun out of the car. 
Yeah. Tense. The whole time you are scared. Mm-hmm. Is she going to get him? But they they live up to their what they said. They're like, we're not going to kill you. I know. That's that's another great trick of the movie. You're they're tense. Never, you're but, tense, but they've said, we're not here to, like, you have to make this decision yourself, but we're yeah. not going to kill you. And then they start killing themselves off. Yeah. And then you see that plaque in the back of the guy's car that has all his basketball students have signed for him. Yeah. And you go. And the one little, like, improv co- comedian girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Looks like she's, you know. <laughs> she was great. But um, she did have a kid. She did have a son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all were telling the truth. Everyone was telling the truth. And then the final sort of thing, he sees Edmund's uh, uh, work ID in the... It's Edmund's truck. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, it's Edmund's vehicle, his arch enemy that he uses to escape. Isn't that something? It's just kind of... Well, it's just kind of neat. It's a neat little film. I do think it would work as a as a play. Yeah, probably. Should we so, should we put that on? We could. Okay. You can be the guy. You can be the you can be the you can be the M Night uh cameo person. Oh. I like I thought maybe you, I could be Daddy Eric. <laughs> Buddy, you already are. Yes. So what's your final rating of this film? Final rating of the film? Were there anything else? uh, Nothing else you wanted to talk about? Gosh, I mean, I I like that they're at a cabin. I like that the cabin (laughs) burns down. There is a higher presence that I believe is like, because that's the thing is you think, well, they're going to murder someone and their future is going to be that everyone's saved, but he goes to jail for the rest of his life. Right. But I think the idea is, even though I could be nitpicky and say you can still tell that someone got shot if their cabin burns down. Mm. But I think the point is the sort of the evidence of what has happened there is being buried. Yeah. Like they are probably going to have to explain that an accident happened or something that the cabin burned down and he couldn't yeah. get out. But there's a higher presence taking care of. They're going to be okay. Mm hmm. Um, a bunch of dead bodies around, but, 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 but I guess it is being sort of all that other stuff happened too. So it's not crazy that one of them would have died when people were getting sick and planes were falling out of the sky. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that was going on that people were dying yeah. from. So, <clears throat> so I think that takes care of itself. I thought that was interesting that, the cabin's on fire. Yeah. Oh gosh, I think it's interesting that they. Uh, I mean, if you don't have anything to say, you don't have to. I thought it was the he goes to a shooting range, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get the bullets in the gun. What else? Anything you wanted to say? Uh, no, not really. I just I feel like I cut you off few minutes ago and i wanted to make sure you got to say everything that you said wanted to say rather Mm. leonard's in the tub hey that was pretty tense huh 
So does it? Why does it? So that lady got was shot, right? He shoots her. Yes. And the nurse. The nurse gets shot, but he still the, has it still to, counts, or he still has to stab her. I think he still clunked her with his tool. Hmm. So. Well, interesting. That's just one of those little plot holes that I'll let you deal with. Well, I don't really think it's a plot hole. <laughs> I, th- I think you and Rotten Tomatoes people need to find out what a plot hole actually is. <laughs> Do some research. Because <laughs> she, she, she wasn't necessarily dead mm-hmm. getting shot in the stomach. but no, She wasn't moving. Well, but she might still be grasping to life inside. Mm-hmm. So Leonard quickly clunks her with his <laughs> special, with his special god tool. Yeah, and that that completes the circuit. Mm-hmm. And then the planes start flying out of the sky, and then he goes out. I'd like to do this outside. And they just calmly follow him outside. Mm-hmm. He sits on his rocking chair. The camera, and I loved this shot. They're like, go. I think it was all one, one shot for a while. They're like, go, take your iPod and go up into the treehouse. Mm-hmm. She walks off, and then it pushes into Leonard, uh, with his little knife as he's talking about what happens next. Then he does slice his throat, and then. The one time I did jump in the theater, just it was so unexpected. A giant lightning strike. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting it. I was just yeah. sitting there half asleep. So I was like, Jesus, this is boring. And then, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's a joke. I can't joke anymore. You're the one that said this is, <laughs> you said before we started, you said, remember. We're not. This is a review episode. This is not a joke. Yeah, <laughs> we don't joke on the movie review episode. We don't mess around and find out. But now the lightning strikes, and I, go, <gasps> I'm like, Jesus, I'm like, I went like, this. do you want to know how the book? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna read the book. Do not okay. tell me. I just want to make sure before I said anything. I'm gonna read the book because I have a head full of ghosts on my shelf. Uh-huh. One of his other novels, um, like I said, a short story collection, very good. This guy's a great author. Glad he's getting some. I think his, uh, well, nah, forget about it. But the books, wow. <laughs> the books I read. Well, I was gonna tell a story that I don't need to tell. So, <laughs> <laughs> not on this. No, this is not where we get into stuff like that. This is sort of a review episode. You're only getting the bare, the bare facts, folks, about That's us. Right. That's right. It's the bare facts, folks. Paul Tremblay, check out his stuff. He's good. Um, I think it was an interesting. I give it a six and a half. Six I and a half out of yeah. ten. I give it a seven point five. Okay, so we're not so different, you and I. No, I think, like in the grand scheme of things, it's not the best movie I've ever seen, but Mm -mm. actually I'm going to give it an eight. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) he just thought of some other movies you saw and it bumped. (laughs) Well, 
the Zack Snyder Justice League <laughs> and then the regular Justice League mm-hmm. and all of Zack Snyder's other movies are, mm-hmm. you know, perfect. And this is only two below those. Right. Sucker Punch, the rest. So. At all. No. I, can I do a 7.75? You can do whatever you want. <laughs> all right. I, not, I think I'll, I'm not locking you at a. You're, it's not a zip tie. I think right now I'll do a 7.75 with, mm-hmm. with the option to revisit in a couple years and change my opinion. Mm-hmm. I do think it is a movie where everything you need is right there. I don't think there's going to be many think pieces that are going to change my. Be know, honest. This... I, I, I swayed you a little bit. I bumped I, you up. I bumped you up I knew from you a six. Were, I knew you were going to like it. <laughs> you were sitting there watching it and being like, this idiot that I have to deal <laughs> yeah, with all the time. <laughs> this is the guy he won't stop talking about. I just know he loves this terrible movie. I, the whole time I go, he probably likes that That you know that he didn't go out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I did. He's too big. He couldn't fit. <laughs> when they showed the window and it was small but busted, <laughs> the people next to me, who I think were the same people that said, I'll never watch this movie. This. Yeah. <laughs> I, they laughed. They laughed when they saw the window, how small it was. <laughs> well, imagine him with his little head stuck in there. <laughs> but how tense did that make the scene? Because you didn't know. That's, see, mm-hmm. again. He introduces a sliver of doubt, even in a small, just the, that scene itself is a, just a little microcosm of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Just introduce a sliver of doubt. You know he can't fit through that. It would be stupid if he fit through that window. But the option is there. Then mm-hmm. they have to decide, do we believe that he actually left, that he actually escaped the bathroom? They're they're scared to open the door because they don't know what they believe. It's all mm-hmm. about a trust in in each other, a trust in yourself. I love that the guy had a concussion, and that well, I'll just leave it there. I love that he had a concussion. Mm-hmm. I like that at the end of this, we don't know why. I like that he had I a think. concussion. No, and- you can leave it there. <laughs> I like that he had a concussion. I think, and that... you, I think you have a concussion. <laughs> no, but that because that puts into doubt when he sees the figure. That's what I was going to come back around to. It, the light is affecting his eyes. You didn't actually see a figure. Mm-hmm. You didn't Can actually you close those blinds for me. Dinky, yeah. dinky, dinky. And then you got Mr. Grint say, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> none of these, hey, none of these kids. From the Harry Potter, they're not. They can't do it. They can't do an American accent. No, 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 no. And they shouldn't. They don't why need would to. You? No. But it's just the. It's like, oh, I gotta go to the store and buy some clothes for myself. Meanwhile, I didn't know Daddy Andrew is a Brit. I, I should look that up to be sure. I've said it enough times that the first time people heard it, they're still not listening now. So. <laughs> I should try to correct I, it before the rest of you leave. I don't know. I liked that he had. He's a from the UK. Six one. 
It's a tall, that's a, I'm going to climb that tree. Yeah, I liked that he had a concussion. Yeah, I liked that he had a concussion. <laughs> I liked... Talking about you. <laughs> no, what were you going to say, though? <sighs> Who cares? No, I like <laughs> that it is one of those things where, why did they pick, why was this family picked? Why were these four people picked? It's not the family. We don't actually know. It's not the family? What are you talking about? Why would this why was this family picked to have to kill one of their own? Well, it's posited that their love is so pure that on, only a love so pure mm-hmm. could could even be um strong enough to make that sac- sacrifice. You know when Abraham had to go up there and Lincoln? turn his son turn his son into chopped liver? Oh yeah, yeah. At, at the very last second, mm-hmm. right as he takes his top hat off to do the dirty deed, <laughs> yeah. God goes, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! wait. It was just a test." <laughs> goes, yeah, do you yeah, think yeah. he was mad that? Do you think this was supposed to be the same situation, but because yeah. he used a gun, the bullet went too fast? Yeah, God and he was about to say, "Stop it!" It <laughs> <He's like, laughs> was too slow. It ain't like it used to be. Because <laughs> all of a sudden, to use a sickle. <laughs> Dad Eric is standing next to him all of a sudden up in heaven. He's like, whoa. <laughs> that is not the way I meant that to go. I was just about to stop him. I knew that he was going to. So that was probably a mistake on his part. God's? So I'm, yeah, I'd like yeah. to see the sequel. Oh, yeah. That would be funny. Mm-hmm. Honestly. God's oh. Eric's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like the movie. I give it a (laughs) (laughs) 7.75. We don't have to keep going. No, I'm done. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to think of like, what else was there for me to talk about? But I think that's, that's pretty much it. Like you said, I I like that all the, All the, all the, all the, I like that he had a concussion. Mm. All right. Well, everyone, (laughs) you've heard our thoughts about knocking at the cabin. Uh, Oh, well, because the book is called The Cabin at the End of the World. Mm. So, yeah, why is it called Knock at the Cabin? Well, that's what I'm wondering if not knowing anything about the book, uh, but seeming like, because they're like, we didn't know it was you guys. We were just coming mm-hmm. to this cabin. Mm-hmm. It seems to me to imply that the cabin, the location of the cabin is the important part. It didn't nec- mm. necessarily uh, matter who was there. It was this time, this day, this cabin. So People are going to be there that need, I mean... In the grand scheme of things, it was important that it was them. Right. That was there. But not that those four people knew it was them. Right. It was that was the that was the sort of the providence of the the higher power. Yeah. I just think the whole Redmond thing is stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's my least favorite part of it because it does it adds stuff that doesn't need to be added and it distracts from better parts also don't have it be rupert grint yeah that's true i know that you're like friends with him now 
yeah. he's working on servant. So you're like, hey, do you want to go like upstate with me? It's just yeah. like a, a like a two day part. Mm-hmm. I get that, but don't put that on your. You know, there's baggage that comes with this. Just get another improv. I'm sure that lady has worked with a bunch of people at Groundlings. Yeah. She could bring someone on for a couple days. She's like, I have a friend in the Sunday company that does a great <laughs> Boston accent. Yeah, I don't know. I You ever seen that Harry Potter movie? He, he thinks there's only one. That's what's crazy about him. And he thinks it's long. <laughs> he thinks it's one. <laughs> Nine-hour movie. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I like that he had a concussion. <laughs> I love that part. I loved it. I liked No, I liked it. No, I loved it. All well, right. as we say at the end of every episode, you've been had. <laughs> <laughs> we got you. We have been two concussed people <laughs> talking on mic about a movie we didn't see. That's the twist. <laughs> we hadn't even seen the movie. That's why we keep saying it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. The movie was about what I saw from the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Listen back on the, on this episode and you'll yeah. hear the, the twist. This is an, an M. Night Shyamalan-esque sort of reveal. <laughs> but now once you listen to this episode again, you'll be like, God, they really did think of all of it beforehand. Uh, catch us on our other podcast, mm. uh, M. Night and Day. <laughs> As we go through uh, the the guy's oeuvre. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, basically, I liked that he had a concussion. And peace and blessings to all. What do you have to say? Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>